26-win season under review in Studio B with assistant coach Tim Lacombe and junior forward Kyle Davis. Plus an almost unbelievable comeback win at Miller Park. And Jimmer Fredette in the playoffs. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Wednesday, April 6th, wherever and however you are dialed in, great to have you with us. April 6th. That's 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 a significant date around these parts. For a couple of reasons. Yeah, exactly. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Star Wars Deleted Scenes critic, <laughs> Jerem Jordan. They weren't that good. I watched all of them from The Force Awakens yesterday. Spoiler-free review. The, I, they, they were fun, but they didn't like tell us a lot or anything. It was like an afterthought. But uh, yeah, I did buy The Force Awakens on Blu-ray yesterday. Pretty cheap, just 20 bucks. It was great. Did you geek out more about the extras from Lord of the Rings or yes. from Star Wars? Yes, because Lord of the Rings actually put time and thought and effort and quality production into it not so much in star wars no not so much but but i consumed it and i enjoyed it it just wasn't the best ever well for those that are disappointed like jerem the star wars deleted scenes critic in what the people put out on the blu-ray extended version how about it's a not extended okay that's the not blu- a common thing the blu-ray just, they were special just, edition they were just deleted scenes. Yeah. yeah okay well that's why if if it was extended it would have they would have put some love into that, you know? How about a pick-me-up from Ralph Haas? At RJ Haas, oh, grandpa to Tyler and TJ. He said, I asked Marty how the AM workouts were going with TJ. His response, quote, you never lose your stroke. Oh, uh, yeah. I know about that. <laughs> yeah, wait. Do? Was he talking about Marty or TJ? Wait a minute. Probably both, <laughs> right? TJ Haas, by the way, will join us in Studio B next week. That's good. That's good. He's back and ready to go, and so are we with today's BYU Sports Nation headlines in Game 1 of the Eastern Conference D-League Semifinals. <laughs> Jimmer Fredette scored 20 points Jimmer! in a 109-95 Westchester is. Knicks loss to the Sioux Falls Sky Force. The Sky Force! Game 2 of 3 this Friday. <laughs> the Sky Force! <laughs> you have to yell that. You can't just say it. Hey, so season on the line for uh, Jimmer Fredette. Check it out. Let's go, man. Win Friday. game two. San Diego State released a list of the top 20 FBS universities in football and basketball win percentage since the beginning of 2010. So this is different than the sporting news thing. That was an opinion-based San Diego list. State did this? San Diego, well, they're number three in this list. That's why they released uh. it. BYU's 10 on that list, ahead of Notre Dame, Kentucky, Baylor, Florida, and Alabama, among others. Florida State, too. All Pretty right. good. Hashtag go Cougs. BYU softball split a doubleheader against Southern Utah. Losing the first game 6-5 to five in extra innings. I'll tell you why. That was an unbelievable loss coming up in the Cougar Whip around at the end of the show. I can't they wait. They did win the second game 14-6. to six. Mercy rule. Libby Sugg had the BYU Sports Nation karma. She delivered that mercy rule game-winning hit. And 2003 Masters champion and Cougar alum Mike Weir will play in the first major of the golf season today at the Masters in the Par 3 tournament. Good luck. Par 3 Challenge. It's a great week for sports fans. My goodness. So rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. BYU basketball goes Hollywood. 2015-2016, a season in review. And off. Oh, I was so okay. early. 
<laughs> I was leading that, and I missed it. You feel ready for the Academy Awards now? Now I do. Which brings <laughs> us to our Twitter question. What movie best represents the 2015-16 BYU basketball season? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Great response so far. Keep them coming. At BYULASFJazz. Mystery men. Just took a while to see everyone's special powers. <laughs> That's a good one. Keep them coming. Using the hashtag BYUSN. What do you got, Jerem? To me, okay, this will be a spoiler-free version of this because this movie is in theaters and only two weeks old. Okay. Batman versus Superman, okay? This had the chance to be pretty good, okay? <laughs> we thought maybe a, a win a game or two in the tourney, I don't know, uh, challenge for the league type of season or, or whatever. Wrong. It was still entertaining. The appearance of Wonder Woman, the NIT, was fun, and she's super hot. <laughs> But it didn't salvage the movie, but it helped, right? New York, super hot, man. Out. Welcome to New York. It's been waiting for you. Gonzaga is Lex Luthor, maybe even Doomsday. I don't know. Well, not really, but I just have to make the analogy, okay? Now, in comes Mika, Haas, Bryant, A.K. Cyborg, The Flash. Okay. Aquaman, and the Super Justice Heroes. League to save the day! <laughs> to get back to the tournament and win some games. At O'Kelly KM agrees with you. Oh, Batman vs. Superman. Lots of hype. A lot of over-the-top hatred, lots of exciting moments, and in the end, it was just okay. <laughs> I don't think the BYU basketball season was just okay. That's why Batman Superman's not the perfect analogy, right? Oh. Because 26 wins and an NIT run. Really and, yeah. good. No, I, I enjoyed the season. It wasn't what I wanted, but it was, it was pretty good. That's why I think the movie that best describes BYU basketball in 2015-2016 is Jurassic World. Ooh, Okay. With Chris Pratt starring as Kyle Collinsworth. He's the alpha, really talented dude, multifaceted in prominent roles, veteran leader. Former, he's a, former shoe shiner. He's a triple threat guy. He can do sci-fi, action, and comedy, mm. right? Parks and Rec, Guardians of the Galaxy, Jurassic World. A la Kyle Collinsworth. Scores, rebounds, and assists. Hashtag triple doubles. <laughs> they have raptor buddies who are awesome and sometimes... <laughs> Unpredictable. Chase Fisher and Nick Emery. They might pull up from 30 feet at any point. You don't know what a like raptor's going to do. Yes. Okay? Fun movie. Amazing special effects with dinosaurs. Oh, A.K.A. win at Gonzaga with Rexosaurus Rex. Nate Austin. Play of the year. But ultimately, we've seen this movie before. Yeah, how is it different than Jurassic Park? Hmm. Expectations. Dino- dinosaurs. Build a park. Put dinosaurs in it. It's going to be great. People will pay a ton of money. Everybody has a fabulous experience. Pterodactyls lifting people out of the, out of the sky. Like you referenced, ex- expectations for BYU. Win the West Coast Conference. Go to the NCAA tournament. Maybe win a game or two. Advance. Everyone's super happy. Reality in the movie. Nope. Dinosaurs destroy everything. It becomes nightmares Every at times. Time. People get eaten. Losses at Portland at home to Pacific. But Chris Pratt saves the day in the end, Jerem. Yes. And makes the most of a tough situation. Yeah. Which I liked Jurassic Park. It wasn't my favorite movie ever, but I liked it. That's, that's where it resonates the most with me, with your analogy. Like, it was good, but it wasn't great or very good, right? It was yeah. good. It was good. Absolutely. A Had good fun, movie. Enjoyed it. Wasn't a waste of time. Yeah, I, I remember. See, you know what? Maybe maybe I, I should compare uh, the BYU basketball season more to Three Amigos. Now, that movie was really good. The movie is better than the season was. But <laughs> Collinsworth, Fisher, and Emery, Lucky Day, Dusty Bottoms, Little Ned, Niederlander, they carried the team. I don't know who Zach Selgis is. El, I don't know. I don't Dorothy know. Gish. Provo is Santo Poco. El Guapo's Gonzaga. That's the only analogy, really. El Guapo. But there were a plethora of weens. <laughs> 
<laughs> in the season for BYU. And Dave Rose said to Kyle Collinsworth in, in the NIT, so old one, so like to win. I love, I love that movie so much. And you're right. That movie is an all-time classic. Yeah. I hope that BYU has a season that rates up there with just how good Three <laughs> like, Amigos like is. Like Three Amigos, yeah, exactly. We expect more, though. Like Three Amigos, you watch that, you're like, what is this? And then you watch it, you're like, wow, that was way better than I thought it would be. There's an underlying theme to all of this, okay? Specifically, with me going back to Jurassic World, (laughs) maybe set expectations to uh, successfully manage a few non-life-threatening dinosaurs, like win the West Coast Conference. Is there a non-life-threatening dinosaur? Before you try and control Indominus Rex and go to the Final Four. Yeah, to me, me, goal number one is win the league, right? And BYU's been on the, the cusp of that. Last couple of seasons. To me, that's step number one in this process of, okay, let's make a run in the tourney. It's win yes, the league. The plant eaters. Brontosaurus. Oh, yeah. That, Brachiosaurus. That's right. Yeah. Brachiosaurus. <laughs> that's right. We learned that from Jurassic Park. The, the girl. She explains it. <laughs> okay. Oh, now here's the thing about this BYU basketball team really young and really talented, and that brings us to our stat of the day as we perhaps move a little It's the BYU forward. Sports Nation stat of the day. There will be one senior on next year's BYU basketball team. He will join us coming up, Kyle Davis. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a young team. There's going to be, in, in my opinion, you're going to start several uh, sophomores. There may even be a starting freshman point guard who has red hair. Today is a look back with a Hollywood theme. And we just gave you a reason to start looking forward. Just one senior on next year's BYU basketball team, Kyle Davis. How about that? Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation. Tomorrow we're going to preview next season, by the way. That's how early we want to get into this. We're going to preview next season. Tomorrow, Elijah Bryant will join us. And as we mentioned, TJ Haas will join us next week. We're excited. What movie best represents the 2015-2016 BYU basketball season? Let's go to the Twitter machine. At D. Young, nineteen ninety three, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Self explanatory. He says, although truthfully, there wasn't much of the last being ugly. Yeah, I don't, that's I, also a great movie. It is a fantastic movie. So there you go. At, Super high. At Hey Joe Junior, twenty three. Star Wars seven. Wow, almost the same thing as Star Wars four, twenty twelve, thirteen season, but better in some people's opinions. Seven was really good. Seven was fantastic. Seven to me was the third best movie in the seven of Star Wars. I don't know how everyone else feels. At Twiggy or Stone. At Twiggy or Stone, the Dirty Dozen. They came in with a plan. (laughs) There were injuries and setbacks, but the outcome was still okay. Hey, in the end, in the end, just win a bunch of games and have fun. It was so fun. Twenty six wins. Listen, I when whenever if anyone thinks the season was like oh it was some level of good, right? 26 wins, 26 wins. You can go to a lot of other places where that doesn't happen in a, in a disappointing season. How That's many all. basketball teams? I know it's teams. not the program standard, but it was fun. Seriously, how many basketball teams in America won 26 games? Not a ton. Not a ton. So enjoy. The NIT run was great. Yes, you want to win the league and you want to win some games that you, in Vegas and you want to win in the NCAA tournament. That's the next step, right? That's the next step. At Melocopter, spinal tap. Because we had a hard time on the road and because the volume in the Marriott Center was cranked to an 11. That's the best one so far. That's the best one. Oh, really funny. That's a great movie. You are all very clever across BYU Sports The mockumentary. Nation. If you haven't seen Spinal Tap, A Mighty Wind, Best in Show, you need to see those ASAP. 
Coming up, next season's lone senior for BYU basketball, Kyle Davis, back in Studio B, but first one of his coaches. The always fabulous Tim Lacombe offers his box office perspective on the previous Cougar Hoops campaign. This is BYU Sports Nation. He's, he's chilling. He's ready to go, man. Let's do it. Let's go, baby. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use that hashtag BYUSN. Tomorrow, BYU plays San Diego in a very important three-game series in Provo. We'll have games Thursday and Saturday, 8 Eastern and 3 Eastern on BYU TV. If you watched the show yesterday, you learned that BYU has never defeated San Diego in West Coast Conference play, which is unbelievable. 0-15. That's going to change this weekend. We did that with Mike Littlewood on the air, and he's like, worst stat of the day ever. <laughs> yeah, and he said, <laughs> don't do it. Please don't. Which brings us to the stat <laughs> Please don't. Yeah, that one was rough. Oh, it's been a it's been a season for BYU baseball where they've done things that they've never done before. So they, why not? They've got to win this series though to really validate kind of the schedule, right? More so, importantly, to keep the mustaches, yes. Jerem. That sure mustaches stink. Our Twitter question today: What movie best represents the 2015-2016 BYU basketball season? At BYU fan 1995 says, "I'm trying to think of a date related one for Jerem." Oh. 51st dates, some good dates, some not so good. I watched that for the first time like three weeks ago. Pretty good movie. It is a pretty good movie. Yeah. So that, that actually kind of works. Drew Barrymore's top ten. At Crazy Cook Fanatic says, Forrest Gump, you never know what you're going to get. It's true, although Forrest Gump is one of my favorite movies. That's a great movie. Tim Lacombe, the assistant coach of BYU basketball, joining us in Studio B to recap the 2015-2016 season. Tim, how do you feel about that Forrest Gump comparison? That's... Um... That would be a good tagline, right? Um, although, you know, we, like you guys said earlier, I mean, there were some great things that went on. and uh, But, you know, from our vantage point, you know, we make our goals pretty clear every year. Um, and we fell short of that. And uh, so in, in the end, you know, what you'll have is, and for us, it's, you know, it's a season where we did some really, really great things. Um, we had some tough nights as well. But the thing I'll probably hang my hat on when it's all said and done is how these kids stayed together. And um, when, you know, things were really tough and when a lot of teams would have just packed it in, they they made a run here at the end and, um, you know, made something neat happen for us to be able to go back to New York. And obviously we chose to be in the NCAA tournament. But, you know, I don't know that I guess in life, everybody's life throws a little curveball at you here and there. And it's kind of what you do with it. And I'm really proud of what these guys were able to do this year and the way they hung with it. It was a really coachable group. Um, they tried, you know, hard. And some nights just we had some tough things happen. But overall, it was, you know, it was a year we'll look back on, like you guys said, with 26 wins. Um, we were just back at the Final Four. And, you know, everybody's coming up saying, great year, great year. And you're talking to people. And how many games do you guys win? You know, we won 12. We won 11. We won 15. So, I mean, we are on the high you end. You 26. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're, like, upset with me that I'm disappointed, right? Um, <laughs> but what it, what it is is Coach, Coach Rose has created, um, you know, this is historic time in BYU basketball. And it's exciting that people are disappointed or frustrated with 26 wins. I mean, there would have been times <laughs> where, you know, but, but it's true. And you know, we got some really good things going on and happening. So hopefully we can, you know, continue positive momentum like we had at the end of the season into next year. 
We want to push to next season in a moment, but uh, today we're kind of wrapping up uh, 2015-16 with the end of uh, the NCAA college basketball season. An unbelievable finish the other night, as you know. What, uh, what, was, what were some of the highlights of this season for you that you'll remember? Um, you know, I think that our, uh, our win at Gonzaga um, was really big, particularly where we were at that point, you know, after losing to St. Mary's uh, on the road. And, um, but, you know, I'll, what I'll probably – I always think about the guys and the players and, you know, watching the highlights of Kyle and, and Chase and Nate. You know, the three kids will stand out because it was their last chance to try to do this. Um, and then some of the new faces we had, you know, Kyle Davis got to play for us this year, who's going to be on the show later. And um, Zach Selyus was, you know, what big shot didn't he hit? Oh, seemed man, like. Mr. Clutch. Um, Nick Emery had a terrific year. Um, and, and so there's lots of things that we can build on as well. And each guy kind of had their little moment during the season. Um, so those things are, are what I'll kind of remember about this team and the way that after tough things, they were able to step up and make great things happen. You know, our win at home here against St. Mary's, our, our NIT wins, those three wins in the environment in this building, you know, with uh, UAB and, and Creighton um, Virginia and Tech. Virginia Tech, those three games were were just tremendous, you know, and the guys, the way they fought, and those were three really good teams, um, the way the guys fought and hung together, and so hopefully we can just build on that. But that's kind of what, what I'll think about, those three kids and, and then the new guys that have come in and kind of helped us out. BYU basketball assistant coach Tim Lacombe with us in Studio B. We are recapping the 2015-2016 BYU Hoops season. When you look back at what your team did on the floor schematically and in terms of what you wanted to accomplish, where do you feel like you exceeded expectations with on-the-floor performance? You know, I think the one thing that's pretty common with our team and, and something we were really good at this year was our uh, when we were at our best, we really shared the ball. Um, I think you go back to the nights where we didn't play very well and, and the ball kind of stuck. And sometimes it was what the other team did to us. You know, they, they understood what we were trying to do and really kind of made the ball stick. But when our guys shared the ball, and one thing about Coach Rose's teams, I mean, we share the ball. That ball moves around. We had different guys doing it every night. Um, you know, defensively, we made strides. Um, this was uh, year one of this staff. You know, uh, Coach Lewis came in, and, and we all worked together on trying to make defense about better. I think we improved 100 spots in the, in, in the national rankings. over in Defensive efficiency. Defensive efficiency, yeah. Wow. Um, and really, that's what you go by. I mean, you can't you can't look at a game and say, you know, if a team holds the ball all game, they held somebody to 44, their offense held somebody to as well. I mean, we're racing the ball up. We're shooting Saint the ball. St. Mary's. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But our, our deal is, um, you know, that's something we got to continue to get better at. And if, you know, we can improve again that much and, and with new faces. And the cool thing is a lot of these kids have, you know, with Quincy particularly, Eric and TJ have played the system. Um, and then we've got, you know, guys who, like Eric, has played Division One basketball. He understands what the rigors are and what the season's like. So, you know, hopefully we'll continue to build defensively on that. But I think offensively we were we were really, really good. The way we shared the ball, our assist numbers were up. We shot the ball pretty well from three. Had three guys really, really good <laughs> shooting, you know, with Chase, Nick, and Zach really shoot that ball from three. So um, it was fun. You know, at times, uh, you know, we were we were pretty – uh, unbeatable force and uh, so that's what we got to kind of continue to find is toughness on the defensive end and and the way to share the ball on the offensive end the excitement uh and hype with the next couple of years with the lone peak three and company um 
is is tangible. Everyone's very excited. Some people are using like, hey, road to the final four, maybe you know, in the next couple of years. Is there like any pressure to do that, or what, what do you think of that? When first, I know you guys want to win the league, kind of first, right? Well, that's yeah. I mean, our goals don't our goals don't change. I think you you know everybody gets excited and this and that, but our our goal every year, and we've talked about a hundred times on here, but it's to win our league, and which we haven't done yet in this league. So I'm with you. I mean, we need to do that. Um, and doing that is a big deal because Gonzaga has been pretty much unbeatable in this league, right? They, they've won it for the most time. They go to the NCAA tournament 17 times in a row. So those are two things, you know, we got to win the league, the league tournament's a big deal because it gets us into the tournament. Um, and then getting into the tournament and advancing is always our second goal. So, uh, I think we, you start where with something you can control and the thing we can control is, um, winning our league and trying to get, you know, get in the tournament in advance. TJ Haas just returned from his mission. Uh, I think he's been home all of, what, maybe a couple of weeks now? Eight, eight, eight days. Eight days, not even a couple of he weeks. He actually got home the night we played our last game. That's right. So I've been uh, – that's when the season ended, you know, eight days ago, which is crazy. Um, but, yeah, he's been home eight days. How quickly do you expect a return missionary? And I know TJ might be an exception because he's got that mentality like his brother where it's just like, you know, all in focus about business. How quickly do you expect him to return to normal form, I guess? Um, You know, we expect uh, all our guys to come in. And the great thing is he has a ton of time right now. And he's in the gym a lot already, if I understand. You know, talked with him when he got home. Um, and he, he, like Ty, he loves the game, and he's in the gym every morning. Um, you know, his grandpa tweeted out something the other day that talked to Marty, and, you know, you, you don't lose your stroke, which yep, we read uh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that was great yeah. to hear. So, um, <laughs> you know, we'll we'll meet with him um, soon this week, and, uh, and he'll be in school in the summer. Um, but up until that point, you know, he's right now, he's kind of getting working on getting himself – back in shape and find his stroke he probably won't he won't play any pickup or anything live for like you know six uh six eight weeks so it's just going to be kind of getting him his body right and getting back into the skill part of the game but i expect him to be just like his brother um in terms of you know uh being in the gym every day and it's a real priority to him to be good and um you know tj is going to be a huge piece of this thing for us how's scheduling going for next season um scheduling is good um we have a lot we have we have games to get so we'll be pretty active in trying to do that spend a lot of time at the final four hitting people up on that (laughs) trying to get games and um so we'll we'll work on that pretty diligently here over the next month or two and hopefully we've got games that you know just need to be dated because we've got contracts in place and then we've got to go out and start new contracts so we're obviously going to try to find the very best teams we can um, and be a part of uh, hopefully some really good games, both here in the Marriott Center and on the road as well. I'm uh, a coach at like Drexel or, you know, VCU or whatever. Like, what's the conversation like to be like, yeah, come to Provo. Like, we win like 90% of the game. <laughs> Few people understand how hard that is, I'm sure. Well, what's crazy is we start with the big guys, you know. That's where, where, I, where we're going to go first. And um, so, you know, it, the the final four is hilarious because you act like you're you know really interested in them personally, but you really just want to get a game. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, how's the fam? How's uh, what's your wife's name again? Right. And so no, but but that's that's the reality of it. So we got we got games to get, um, and hopefully we'll be able to get some games that 
will be really good for our number. You know, that's what we're always looking to try to do. So that's that's what, you know, if anybody wonders what we'll be doing, we'll be recruiting and scheduling over the next few months. And then once summer starts, we'll be able to start working our guys out for two hours a week for eight weeks during that period, um, doing skill work and things like that. So, you know, it's it's pretty cyclical how this thing goes, and we're just on the front end now of the offseason. You want to get into another Thanksgiving or Christmas tournament? Is that the goal? Yeah, those have been those have been really good for us, and we're kind of in conversations. Um, things haven't totally been announced yet, so but over the next few weeks, I'm sure things will start to kind of come out, um, and then toward the end of the summer, like August, you know, July, August, we'll put our schedule out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we that MTE format, the, the multi, multi-team event, has been really good for us because you get games at home, and then you go play on a neutral site against good teams. Um, those have been good for us, so that's, we'll continue to try to find those. I would imagine that you have plenty of suitors because BYU plays an exciting brand of basketball, and that has been well-documented and really blown up with social media. So they they probably come to you, right? Am I right in assuming that? And they, they want BYU to come play in those tournaments? Yeah, the tournament thing is actually really good for us. Um, and our relationship, obviously, you know, with the school and ESPN is really good because ESPN controls a lot of those as well. So that's been really great for us. It's the... It's finding the home and homes where people, like you said, you know, they're not all that thrilled about coming to Provo. And so sometimes they cancel. It happens. It happens. Yeah. And so that's, (laughs) and then we just pick up pieces and try to find games. So that's what we're doing right now. When you, when you look at the roster next year, a lot of people know kind of Lone Peak 3 and company, but there's there's two guys that really stick out to me that are going to be really good on this team next year, in my opinion. Elijah Bryant, who redshirted this year, and Yoli Childs from my rival high school, Bingham. What can you tell us about those two guys? Um, Elijah was just in the office this morning, and he's really, really serious about this, man. He wants to be really good. Um, he's one of those kids that made a huge list. You know, these are the things I want to work on. And you'd love to see that. You see, see a self-driven kid who really wants to be good, but also wants your team to be good. Elijah had a great off season this year, uh, or, you know, redshirt season, I should say. Um, he was great in practice. There were game, days where he was, you know, as good as anybody in the gym. So he's got a great future, um, and hopefully he just stays with it day by day, stays healthy, and, you know, he's a physical kid. He can really shoot the ball. He can get in the lane and finish, and he's also a really great passer. So he's going to be good for us. Um, Yoli Childs, is, he just brings a smile to my face because he he's a young kid that just, you know, talked to his mom last night, and she's like, he's a 70-year-old and a 17-year-old. <laughs> like he's already planning, you know, what he's going to do in graduate school. I mean, he's just a, he's a thinker, and he he's he won the state championship this year. He was the MVP of the five A. Sorry, um, <laughs> but but Yoli's awesome kid. Who um, he's a physical kid. He's really skilled. He's going out and playing in some big time all star games. He got invited to um, here in the next week or two. Uh, but he's he's terrific. He'll be so good for our program. And he you know the one thing when we're really good, we have guys at every position that push push each other, and that's what he'll do. He'll he'll be in that spot to help push the other guys, which will be great. His AAU coach, Tim Davis, uh, told me that of all the great players he's coached, I mean, he's coached a long list of really good players at that AAU level, he says Yoli is probably the hardest worker he's ever coached. Oh, I, You know, I, I can't speak to that because he's obviously the one that, but I can tell you this, um, you know, he's been the kind, he texts me all the time about what can I do, what, what things can I work on. He's constantly in the gym, he's constantly lifting, you know, and now, he, you know, once his school starts to kind of wind down and he's got the summer before he enrolls he's like i want to come down all the time watch film 
I want to get a grasp on this. So, like I said, he's a thinking thinking player, but he's also dedicated hard worker. Um, and I think he'll fit really great with the pieces that we already have in place, both socially and then, you know, as well on the floor. Um, so he'll be great. Tim, great to have you in studio, man. Thank uh, we, you. We always like to talk movies and music and, you know, whatever, pop culture with you. So uh, thanks for letting us uh, bring that into the conversation as Concert well. season's coming up, man. That's Gotta, right, baby. What's, what's the first concert for you? Um, gosh, man, I think it's uh, Offspring. <laughs> I think <laughs> yes. Offspring in May. But I'm going to hit them all. I'm going to go to everything. You and Coach Rose are like big-time concert guys. Oh, I yeah, love yeah. it. Yep. Yeah, I was bummed in uh, New York. We had we won that Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Iron Maiden was playing in the garden. <laughs> yep. And I was there. But You wouldn't have made it out alive. <laughs> oh, I would have. I've been to several Iron Maiden shows. I know my way around. <laughs> Don't let this short hair fool you. <laughs> okay. Tim, great to have you in Studio B, man. Thanks, guys. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, which movie best sums up the last Cougar basketball year or season? Some of your outstanding Twitter submissions on the way. Up next, it's next year's senior leader for BYU Hoops, Kyle Davis. What are his expectations for what's to come? The senior, y'all. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcasting on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Number one ranked BYU takes on USC in the final two regular season matches at home this weekend in men's volleyball, Friday and Saturday, 9 Eastern time on BYU TV. If the Cougars win both, they clinch at least a share of the MPSF championship, which would be the third in the last four years. Now, Stanford needs to lose a match for BYU to get the overall number one seed in the tournament. That's Thursday night. Uh, Stanford plays at UCLA, so we'll keep an eye on that. But Friday and Saturday, BYU men's volleyball. Number one just sounds right, doesn't it? In volleyball and rugby, absolutely. Sounds great. In game one of the Eastern Conference NBA D-League semifinals. It sounds so big, and then it gets progressive. Jimmer Fredette scored 20 points in a (laughs) 109-95 Westchester Knicks loss to the Sioux Falls. Sky Force! Game two of three <laughs> is on Friday. Who makes up these mascots? I have no idea. Man, San Diego State released a list of the top 20 FBS universities in football and basketball win percentage since the beginning of 2010-11. BYU's number 10 on that list, ahead of Notre Dame, Kentucky, Baylor, Florida, Alabama, Florida State, among others. BYU softball split a doubleheader against Southern Utah, losing the first game 6-5 to five in extra innings, winning the second game by mercy rule 14-6. to six. And Mike Weir will play in the first major of the golf season today at the Masters Par 3 Challenge. Good luck. Get her done. Joining us now is the senior, y'all, for BYU basketball <laughs> next <senior>. year. <laughs> the only one, Kyle Davis back in Studio B. When we say that, what goes through your mind, Kyle? It's kind of crazy for me to think that I'm a, finally a senior. I graduated high school in 2010, so it seems like it's been <laughs> it's been coming for a long time. But uh, kind of crazy that, that it's finally here and it'll be my last year to play college basketball. Yeah, that is crazy, and it, and it's weird because you turn the page, but but have you on the season? I mean, it was what last week you played yeah. on Tuesday in New York. I'd say it's still it's still really fresh. It's it's kind of hard to believe that the season's over. We were all kind of talking about that as we were driving home and flying home, like. There's no practice tomorrow. It's over. It was, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of a sad moment because you're going to miss the, the guys that you played with. Uh, sad to say goodbye to Kyle, Chase, and Nate, but excited for the new guys coming in. And that, that is the good thing about not being a senior when it, when it ends because you can always look forward to the next season. So, How would you describe the last year of basketball for this BYU team? You know, I think I'd describe it just as it being an incredibly fun time 
when you think about the the real a year ago we were preparing to go to Spain we were getting ready for what turned out to be a very fun season we had some ups and downs sometimes uh things just didn't quite go our way we had some real letdowns but overall we had a great time I thought we we did some good things some successful things made it to New York and the NIT we uh played well throughout the year just had some of those letdowns which you, you remember but uh a great thing for us to build upon moving forward with some young guys that'll be back and it'll be this season will help us in the next season i think okay our twitter question is this what movie best represents the 2015-16 BYU basketball season what do you got i'd say uh the force awakens star wars of course Ooh, uh, that was a pretty good one uh, i'll fill you in the the basketball team we are big star wars lord of the rings fans okay. so uh kind of nerdy in that sense that's why i love you. that's why i love you guys that's why we're friends now, The Force Awakens, is that a play on what's to come next year for your senior campaign? Yeah, <laughs> Yes, exactly. It's it. And we got some great players coming in, too, that will add to that. And uh, The Force Awakens is a good fit because uh, the day it came out, we played uh, Central Michigan the next day. So pretty much everyone went and saw it the day it came out. And then the next day, we played Central Michigan and played really well in one. So uh, maybe there was a correlation. We should okay. watch Star Wars before every game. Now I'm trying to think who's who. I'm like, who's BB-8? Who's Ray? Who's Finn? You know, I, I, the, everything's going through my mind right now. I, I don't there you know. go. Twitter can determine yeah. who we all are. <laughs> I said Batman Superman because it had the potential to be really good. Maybe it wasn't quite what you wanted. You wanted to get in the NCAA tournament. But then in comes you know, Aquaman, the Flash, and Cyborg, and the Justice League to kind of save the day in the next season. What do no you think question. That I like that. That's a good yeah. one. That's a very good one. He said Jurassic World. Chris Pratt starring as Kyle Collinsworth, triple threat actor, comedy, <laughs> sci-fi, you know, action. Perfect, yeah. He got a couple of Raptors buddy, Raptor buddies, Nick Emery and Chase Fisher. They're amazing, but you're kind of unpredictable what, at times. What are you then? What dinosaur are you? Uh... Pterodactyl. There we go. <laughs> I don't know. High flyer? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm such a high flyer. <laughs> Kyle Davis with us on BYU Picking Sports people Nation. Out of the sky. Recapping the 2015-2016 season and turning the page uh, to next season. But before we jump full steam ahead into next year, looking at what you did on the floor, and I just asked this question to Tim Lacombe as well, where do you feel like you were the most successful with basketball schematics on the floor this year? What was the best part of BYU basketball? Man, I think uh, one thing I think we grew as a team is we hadn't played much together. And when you look at it from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, we were a very uh, we were very together. Our offense started to flow well. We started to, to really run things the way we wanted to do and play at a pace that we wanted to play at. And I think that is one thing schematically we did really well as we started to, to run our offense at an effective way from a because you look at the team a year before you had guys they didn't have a senior so they all came back their senior years and everyone was the same on the team so they had that chemistry built in that was something this team didn't have the the luxury of having so by the end of the season I thought schematically we were, we were quite good at, at, at running uh, our offense effectively yeah watch the Long Beach State game the season yeah. opener and compare that to let's say I don't know the Virginia Tech or the Creighton game and it's it's worlds, yeah. worlds of difference. There's no, there's no real comparison. We were crisp and effective, and especially in the NIT, those last couple of games were maybe our best. The first three games, as, as far as running an offense. So, uh, and then unfortunately, we we got a little cold there in the first half against uh, Valparaiso. But then the second half again was 
just kind of back to, to what we'd been doing. So that was something we got much better at towards the end of the season. Is it weird that uh, the fan base has kind of been looking forward to the beginning of this next season, the next couple of years, like more than anything? Because there's a current season and you were playing games, but it was like, hey, when those Lone P guys get back, that's like the idea with the fan base, right? Yeah, and you know, I, I don't think it's uh, a bad thing or, or a weird thing necessarily that they're doing that. Those guys were so successful, they won the, the national championship. I, I was on my mission during that time, so I wasn't around for all the hype, but everything I've, I've heard is, is it was just an incredible team. So BYU fans have have a lot to be excited for in that. There's, there's guys that have been successful together. They have chemistry, and now uh, you mix in other good players from other places, older players, senior like myself. Um, the Eric senior. Com- the senior, that's right. And <laughs> Eric coming back, and uh, it's just going to be a, a, a fun fun ride for the next couple of years, and, and hopefully for my sake, a, a really fun ride next year. What are your expectations uh, as an individual and as a team next year given that you do have an influx of talent and an influx of youthful talent coming in. Yeah, I think uh, for our team, we look at the same goals. Something that we want to accomplish that a BYU team hasn't done is win a regular season championship. Win a championship in general, but win a regular season championship or, or the, the WCC championship. Because you do those things, you're, for sure you'll get into the NCAA tournament, you win the, the tournament, and you win the regular season, you're likely to get in the NCAA tournament. So you it's play something a tougher we schedule do. than St. Mary's. Yeah, so, I don't think there's any question in, about that. Think. Yeah, yeah, no question. Yeah, they didn't play in like a Bahamas or Hawaii or whatever kind of tournament. Yeah, so nah. it ends up being that situation. Yeah, and 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 it's interesting too because you're going to lose Kyle Collinsworth, yet the expectation is that this team will be better. Is it be? It, do you think that's because there's maybe more depth on the squad? Because there's a lot of new faces on this next year's team. Yeah, I think the thought of replacing Kyle, that can't really be done. He's such an incredible player. He does such a unique thing on the court, being just a, a triple threat man in so many ways. So I don't know if you, we look to replace him necessarily, but you look to just add in another great player, a, a guy that can come in and, and be his own man and, and do great things. And I, from what I hear, TJ sounds just like that guy, and there'll be other players that come in and play well. Jordan Chapman will ha, has his freshman year under his belt and was really sharp throughout the season and there are other guys that will step up and play well too so we'll you can't replace him but you can find guys that will play really well and and make up for for his loss elijah bryant uh, is a guy that has sparked a lot of interest and intrigue because he's he's kind of he's he's the guy that was chase fisher and you went through that role as well where you had to sit out a year and just watch and and learn and, and grow in the system so what can you tell us about elijah bryant uh, that you've seen from practice that he will bring to this club next year? Yeah, well, I, I can say BYU fans have a, a lot to be excited about for uh, Elijah. He is a great player. He He's very skilled, big and strong. He can shoot. He can drive. Uh, will be a great defensive player. I think BYU fans can be very excited for him. I, I know I am excited to play with him. Playing against him every day in scout team wasn't as fun as it's going to be <laughs> playing with him. So so we look forward to him, and, and BYU fans can, can be excited to watch him play. He's going to bring a lot of excitement and, and a uh, fun player to watch. Definitely. Can you give us any dirt on him? He's joining us tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, A.K.A. the weekend. The weekend, yeah. yeah, yeah. His hair, it's incredible. It's long. It's flowy. We'll see what Coach Rose does about it. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, when, when you look at Eric Mika, now this is a guy you played against when you were at Utah State yeah. in Energy Solutions Arena. I think you had a 16-9 and and he had a 15-9. and mm. Yet, in my opinion, you're going to start at the four, he's going to start at the five. What's that going to be like to be teammates with that guy? 
Oh, it'll, it'll be a blast. Having played against him, I know even just as a freshman, he's only a couple years into his career at that point, uh, he demanded a lot of attention. And in practice and scout team, as we got ready for him in particular, he required a lot of attention. So it'll be fun playing with him and not against him. And I just remember him being a big physical and, and quite skilled player. He, I think he caught an alley-oop in that game and threw it down. So I'm excited to be on his team and, and not against him. Who will be the emotional leader of BYU basketball next season? I know you're the Wiley veteran. You're the senior, the guy that's been around for a while and played at a couple of different programs. You have that perspective. But is there a guy that's going to be the get-in-the-face guy next year? You know, I think a lot of that stuff will uh, play itself out over the summer and the beginning of practice. Uh, there's there's obviously a lot of guys that play with, with great emotion on this team. You can think of just a couple off the top of your head. Nick, uh, a very passionate player, but... Uh, you know, those are the type of things that will be great for this team because it's going to be young, and this summer we're going to be playing three-on-three three or, or playing full court, and it's going to get uh, heated and chippy, and, and those type of things will work itself out, and the players that will be more vocal and more passionate will uh, will be that way, and it will be more determined during the summer rather than when the season comes up. Those pickup games, man, those will be fun. Yeah, they will be fun. They'll be great. We're, uh, I think we're going to get after it today. So. There you go. Very good. Kyle, have you signed our new have you signed our new stretch wife flag? I did. I you signed have it signed it. That yeah. is correct. Oh, that's right. It. Yeah. You, you came in su- the day after the, the super, Creighton game. The super high signature. Which that I, is right. I said you needed to play well in, and you did. So Yes, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. I was gonna say too, I've yeah. come on here a couple of times. I think this is your first time being here in a with, while with when you? I've been here, yeah. Oh. This is it's good to see you. I didn't you. know you were coming on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just yeah, you could have taken a break. I was like, I'm sick. Give me we threw Jerem a curveball for sure. Kyle, yeah, great to have you. <laughs> About Thank to be a new father. What's the countdown at, man? So July 10th. It's going to be awesome. We're, we're looking forward to it. Very exciting. Getting that much closer. Kyle, again, thanks for the time. And thanks, uh, some BYU Sports Nation karma to you to survive this summer. Yes, yeah. exactly. And finals coming up. Finals are coming up. That's oh, right. I left my group. Give them a shout out. <laughs> we'll talk politics next. <laughs> no, we won't. No, we won't. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. Remember, if you miss an episode of this show live, fear not, my friends. The rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. There's also like 171 other ways to take in the show however you want it, on demand. It's true. And tomorrow night, we'll have a baseball game on BYU TV against San Diego. Big series for the Cougars in WCC play. Starts at 8 Eastern time. We'll also have Saturday's game at 3 Eastern time as well. Uh, Big news just coming out. The Wonder Woman uh, movie with Gal Gadot moved up three weeks next year to June 2nd, 2017. That's, That's big news. That is really big news. Is that is that big enough news for a breaking news sounder? No, no, it's not. <laughs> no, or the Inception sound? Oh, maybe Inception. Nailed it. What's Christopher Nolan up to? I, I need another movie from him. Seriously, he's unbelievable. Yeah, what he's done? He's Prestige, done space, Memento, Inception, Batman trilogy, Interstellar. Of Dude, Dude, Christopher Nolan. Let's go, man. What, what's what the what the heck? The wait. Chris, let's go. Chris, let's go. Speaking of movies, what movie best represents the 2015-2016 BYU basketball season? Let's get to some of your Hollywood Twitter submissions. You got tweets. At Jared Hassler, Dirty Dancing, because nobody puts BYU in a corner unless you're the tournament selection committee. (laughs) (laughs) BYU put itself in a corner. They needed to beat Gonzaga one of those times. 
or twice. I oh, uh, had the time <laughs> of my life. <laughs> uh, I'm told that Christopher Nolan is working on a movie called Dunkirk, a World War II movie. So I'm very excited. Ooh, at Laser Sheep says Wreck It Ralph. Larry Kraskoviak and Dr. <laughs> Hill are the mean townspeople, and BYU is Ralph. <laughs> Which is... Uh, I just want a medal! <laughs> what's his name from... Uh, John... Oh, no, I was thinking of Fix It, Felix. Oh, Because we made Kenneth. fun of Ty Detmer in the Y Awards. We said he looked like Kenneth it's from Kenneth, uh, 30 yes. Rock. <laughs> That's Felix, not Ralph. Yeah, I, yeah, that actor. Exactly. At Major League Mormon, Titanic. Good and exciting oh, start. Then the ship sinks, and it turns to an ultimately disappointing and mediocre finish. No, Michigan State's Michigan State season was Titanic. They were a two-seed, and they Absolutely. lost in the first round. Absolutely. It could be... It could be a way bigger disaster. At least, you know what's weird? At least we knew the first week of March, like, not making the tournament. So it's been a month, so we've kind of had, the dust has settled, right? It wasn't, you know, St. Mary's where it was like, what? We lost like five games and we didn't get in because our schedule was the worst? I don't get it. We left California like four times. Why didn't we make it? <laughs> That's, those are questions they're asking in Moraga. I love the next two submissions. At MV Craig, Ant-Man, get knocked down early, underestimated by everyone. Things don't go as planned. Win more than you lose. Okay. Because Ant-Man, people are like, Ant-Man, really? And then you went and saw that, you were like, hey, that was a good movie, right? But <laughs> I, here's the thing. We expected to make the NCAA tournament for BYU basketball, and then they did not. So there is some level of disappointment associated with that, right? Ant-Man doesn't work for me because I had zero disappointment with that movie. Zero I expectations. Down and I was like, hey, that was good. Jurassic World, to me, is the best so far. Or wait, what was the other one that I said was the best? I can't remember. Remember? It was a tweet. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember either. I just want you to go with Jurassic World because that's what I said. I'll just be a prisoner of the moment yeah. and say that... Ju- oh, a Spinal Tap. <laughs> spinal Tap is the best Struggled one so on far. the road. Yeah, because we had a hard time on the road and because the volume in the Merritt Center was cranked to 11. <laughs> Oh, at, at that Wiley guy, ninety-one. The Notebook. Feel good moments. <laughs> Many tears shed, and we all died in the end. <laughs> Hashtag spoiler alert. <laughs> I saw that movie for the first time just a few months ago. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a that's a classic romance movie. At He Man underscore Hyde. If 2015-16 was three amigos, Jerem, then we need to know who we can blame for shooting the invisible swords. Zach Selyus, that guy couldn't miss. He, he says, was awesome. hashtag Larry80K. Is he the guy that shot the invisible swords? We both fired up! <laughs> That's Nick and uh, Zach Selyus. At 801 Salt Lake, Top Gun. The low of losing Goose, not making the NCAA tournament. Maverick didn't get top of the class, not in the NIT final. Mm. Ooh, there's some but, serious thought went into uh, yeah, that. Yeah, that one's pretty good. That's that really pretty good. good. Nicely done. I love it. Can I'm we, not can reading we do any a few of more. Do we have you? any more time? At Sir Punserot. <laughs> How about the Emperor Strikes Back? A lot of great action. Luke forced to go to Empire Dagobah Strikes for Back? growth. Emperor? Anticipate sequel. Empire. The Strikes Emperor. Back. It says the Emperor in the script. I know, they meant Empire. It's okay. okay. We're all friends. Okay, the Empire Strikes Back. I'm just saying, that's that what was, it said. That was good. I know. That was that was good. I liked it. I was distracted by the Emperor part, though. <laughs> Up next, <laughs> an almost unbelievable comeback explained. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's just whip it. 
It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Jimmer! In Game 1 of the Eastern Conference D-League Semifinals, Jimmer Fredette scored 20 points in a 109-95 Westchester Knicks loss to the Sioux Falls Sky Force. Game 2 of 3 is Friday. Softball! Listen to this. BYU women's softball trailed 5 to nothing with two outs in their last at bat. They scored five consecutive runs in their final out to send it to extra innings. Then they lost. Dang it. Oh, almost amazing. They did win game two against Southern Utah, 14-6 to by Mercy Rule, so they got some frustration out that way. Cougars in the PGA. Mike Weir will play in the first major of the golf season today at the Masters in the Par 3 Challenge. Spencer, back to you on hole four. Volleyball. I think he's got a six iron in his hand, Jerem. Uh, the Cougars are number one in the coaches, and now the off-the-block media poll Jerem voted BYU number one. That's right. I'm so biased. Athletics. San Diego State released a list of the top 20 FBS universities in football and basketball. Win percentage since the beginning of the 2010-11 season. BYU's 10th on that list. Ahead of Notre Dame, Kentucky, Baylor, Florida, Alabama, Florida State, and that school up north. And football. Countdown to the Wildcats. 150. 150 today. That's a significant mark, right? Right? Five months. Well, it's not exactly five months because we passed that date per se, but it's five 30-day periods. But 150. <laughs> like, I go to the baseball game Tuesday. I'm in the concession line, and this kid, he, it was probably eight or nine, maybe ten. He looks up at me and he goes, hey, why don't you like the countdown? <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, surprised Jerem. every time people are like, hey, why don't you like the countdown, man? And then there's people that are like, don't worry, I'm with you on that. I don't, I'm, I'm closer to doing it than I am not now. Future guests include Elijah Bryant, discussed at length today, and Yoli Childs, yeah. also discussed. One of the few Bingham people I really, really like. They're all super nice. I'm just kidding. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need the most. DexterLaw.com. Who gets it, Jerem? Mike Weir. Hey, recapture that Masters magic. He won the 03 Masters. Have some fun in the party. What movie best represents BYU's latest basketball season? At Crazy Coop Fanatic. Forrest Gump. You never know what you were going to get. Classic. Love it. Pretty good. Hey, thanks to Tim Lacombe, Kyle Davis, everyone on our crew. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use hashtag BYUSN. Download the podcast. It's on demand. For Jeremy, I'm Spencer. Shout out to John Allen. We are back to work tomorrow.